In a world where chronic DVD and Blu-ray acquisition disorder runs amok, Colin faces a daunting task. With a collection of over 1,200 titles, can he bring himself to watch the 65 films that sit on his shelves, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps? Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Welcome. Hi. Um, Look, we've had uh, a really interesting bit of back and forth from our audience this week. I don't know whether you've noticed the... I haven't noticed. Good. So for, for those of our audience who have actually contributed... Thomas has ignored you. (laughs) Exactly half of this podcast team has not had his finger on the pulse and realised that lots of things have been happening. So he feels really guilty now and Uh he's about to offer Uh a public apology. No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Welcome one and all to Still Under Wraps. My name is... Oh, I've done that. Yeah, you've done that. Okay. I've been there, done that. For those of you who have not suffered through one of these podcasts before, the whole premise of this podcast is that the family collection of DVDs is fairly large, Mm -hmm. and it has grown um, not so much in the last couple of years, but there is still a stack of DVDs that have managed to end up on the shelf unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. I have not seen these films. I have bought them uh, under recommendation or out of curiosity, and I'm a bit ashamed of the fact that there are so many of them, and I'm doing something about it. And I've dragged my son into it, and we're podcasting the experience. Mm. We watch these films one at a time. We randomly select them using a fancy piece of phone software that I might advertise later because they gave me a prize. Um, (laughs) And we whittle away the, the stack. And at the end of watching the film, which we do immediately after this overlong introduction, which sometimes isn't quite this long, we give it some consideration as to whether it's worthy to remain on the shelf. And that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have a little bit of audience interaction and methods whereby our studio audience can gain points. And look, I'm going to throw two points out there straight away to Helen. Because right. Helen pointed out the fact that at this point in last week's episode, I said, Thomas, would you read the blurb? And then I interrupted you and we went off on a tangent or I went off on a tangent and the blurb didn't end up being read. Right. So Helen, for one, was unaware of the plot of Newsies last week for the entire podcast and absolutely no way of finding out what the plot was of no, Newsies. None whatsoever. So as an apology, see I'm I'm man enough to to apologize um, when I have made a mistake. None whatsoever on this podcast on the internet. No. No way whatsoever. I 
I'm stepping up and handing out two points to Helen for pointing out the fact that you're absolutely right. Uh, Thomas did not. He failed to read out Uh the plot synopsis. He let the podcast down. Right. Uh Through no fault of my own, Thomas let Uh down the podcast. So... Also, whilst we're handing out points, and Thomas is carefully notating these uh, points, yep, um, because complaints have been made that nobody has any idea who's where on the leaderboard. But Thomas is, is onto that, and he's feverishly uh-huh. adding up scores and points from the previous episodes, mm. and by the end of this episode, he will right. give you an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Like I asked you in the email that I sent you uh, two days ago. I didn't see that. Oh. No. Oh. I'm, I might have... It's because I addressed it uh, with the, the heading, You are a winner. Win, 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 win. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can see so how something probably like is that. sitting in your spam folder. Mm. So, okay, so the leaderboard will not go up this week no however helen has already gained two points and jeff is going to gain two points too because he actually voiced his opinion and and shared some family insight into the film newsies Mm. um which was most appreciated because I suspected that the audience uh, or potential audience who had seen it previously would be fairly small, but if anyone had seen it, they're likely to be stateside. So, mm. yes. So, Jeff, you get an extra two points for your your contribution to the the conversation that we have in our little podcast family. Anyway, let's move on. This week is a change of scenery. It is not a war film. It is not a Disney musical that flopped at the box office. However, it is, and I'm going to put myself right in the hot seat here, a Martin Scorsese film. It is, yes. Now, I have done a little bit of a check, and... Whilst we're talking about methods of gaining points, I only have two other Martin Scorsese films on the shelf. Out of all the films that Martin Scorsese has directed, the film that we're watching tonight is one of them. Mm -hmm. And there are two others. Now, to make it a little easier, in fact, for you all, one of those others stars the same star that stars in tonight's movie which is what it's the film shutter island thomas would you please before we make a complete dog's breakfast of this podcast read us the blurb no i'm going on strike (laughs) okay right He's, he's learnt a lot from Newsies from last week, and he is going on strike. Okay, I'm going to double your wages then for how much you get paid for doing this podcast. Yeah, okay, that, that seems reasonable. I'm off strike now. Excellent. Great. 
When US Marshal Teddy Daniels arrives at the Asylum for the Criminally Insane on Shutter Island, what starts as a routine investigation quickly takes a sinister turn. As the investigation unfolds and Teddy uncovers more shocking and terrifying truths about the island, he learns there are some places that never let you go. Okay, good. So that's still under wraps. Mm-hmm, it is. You're going to unwrap it? It's very crinkly already, even without unwrapping it. Not, not particularly tight fit on this cling wrap. And I think the only reason I purchased this DVD is because it was cheap and I felt guilty about the the dearth of Martin Scorsese films on our shelf. Right. Yes. <laughs> or something. Who's to say? Yes. Okay, so um, oh, you know what we're watching. You're, I'm not going to give you any more information at this point in time to increase your chances of getting those extra points. Okay, you so you, you get a point for each one that you name correctly. Right. Yes. Am I, am I opening it? Thomas is opening the... Hang on. Do you want to read the blurb again just to make sure that... No. Thomas is opening the case. Uh, do it in post. <sighs> okay. And he's going to place the disc into the machine and we're going to watch it and come back and talk about it afterwards and decide whether it stays on the shelf. So we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Well, that was Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. Certainly was. The end. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you have to say for it? Oh, man, that was, that was kind of mediocre. It, good. Good. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I have some baggage that... Um, the clouds my judgment as far as that is mm. concerned but uh having spent 10 nights in a mental institution myself it mm. uh yeah it was a hard slog in that regard but um it was a mediocre film yep my understanding is that you have very little in the way of alfred hitchcock experience that, that would be correct yeah okay absolute master of that kind of genre mm. and that was like one of the worst alfred hitchcock movies i've ever seen e- even though some of the cam- camera angles were very uh hitchcock-esque um it plodded and it mm-hmm. and it wasn't clever the dialogue was written they weren't saying things naturally and 
and maybe that is because of no i'm not going to excuse it for the idea of nothing was real anyway because and and that's where i lost my interest a lot too Mm. in that because i didn't believe anything to begin with the things that you were trying to weigh up which was real and which wasn't didn't matter (laughs) does that make Mm. sense and more than that, it, to me, it felt incredibly cheap. Spoiler break, I guess. Spoiler break. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. The opening scene on the boat. <laughs> just, just Mark Ruffalo and Leonardo DiCaprio. Just standing there. Against green screen? Against green screen, yeah. 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 There were so many shots that just screamed, this isn't real, and took you completely out of the... And could you argue that, you know, nothing is real anyway? But, nah, it was just... I think for those steps... um, You weren't meant to be suspending disbelief or questioning what was real or not. Um, so, yeah. Oh, the storm effects were cheap. Yep. I think one time I saw a pan that transitioned quite suddenly into a whip pan. Yeah. I think at one point Ben Kingsley did a reasonable job with, yep. with what he was given. I think at one point there was a shot where he had a pipe in his mouth and we cut to a different angle and he did not yes yeah and locations on the island just didn't make sense my recollection was that very early on they looked up at the lighthouse yeah so they were at lighthouse level and they could see the fence around the lighthouse and then suddenly the lighthouse is on an island yeah. It, wasn't it? Or, that, or, or was that, it joined? Yeah. It just, yeah, that... No. And when he was trying to get to the lighthouse, one moment he it's miles away and he climbs down the side and suddenly he's, you know, w- within 50 metres of it but still can't get to it. Yeah. And, and then climbs back up and it's suddenly, you know... <laughs> oh. Yeah. It just... Oh, but what everyone says about Martin Scorsese, that was just, yeah, it was naff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was. It was. It's not staying on the shelf. I don't know whether I want to even go in depth into it. It was just, um, it was an ugly, unpleasant... um, experience um like pulling hairs off your arm Mm. experience how anyone sat through that in the cinema i i just i don't know There, there were a number of times where i was just ready to press stop but i wasn't sure whether that was the triggers that it was triggering or the fact that it was just a shocking movie it was just it was just rubbish Hey, um, there, there is one interesting thing about it. Oh, you I, did I, some... I did some research. Some research. 
Um, no original score. All of it is yes. is classical or I, modern I, classical. I did actually know that when I was searching for a piece of music that I was going to mm. have playing through it, and the music was wonderful. Yes. Through it. Yes. Um, the music was well chosen. That's about all good we can say about Blah. it. So um, once we end the podcast, we'll hop on to Rotten Tomatoes and find that it's got a, a ridiculously f- fresh rating and this Metacritic's is... gave it 500. Rotten Tomatoes, I, I can remember saying it. It was somewhere in the 60s percent okay. and around the same average. Yep. So a mediocre film. Yeah, and acting was mediocre too. Yeah. The, the line delivery, but because the lines were really cheesy, the, they were just going through the motions in a lot of the the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. On that, let's. Yeah. Okay. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Did you hate it? I didn't care for no, it. No. No. I, I. That's probably. Yeah. It just. Ah, mm. yep. Yeah. Off, off it goes to wherever such films go, but it's not going back on the shelf. Nothing. Let's move on. Let's let's be cheery and yeah, and 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 take some happy meds instead. <laughs> What's on the shelf? You know, it's probably DVDs. Pulling up random.org. Random.org, purveyors of fine numbers derived from atmospheric noise. Yes, and uh, it's a bigger number that you'll have to put in. Yes, uh, it's, it's 19. A certain Mr. Lee ha- um, went a little overboard catching up on uh, weeks of not contributing, uh, believing mm-hmm. that he had earned the right to fill his quota, and who am I to say otherwise? Speaking of Lee... Oh, okay. I have randomly selected. Now, is it one that I have pre-filled whether we have seen and whether it's... It is. Okay. It is. Okay. And it is accurate. Okay, so... Lee, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, suggests Interstellar. Interstellar. He's aiming right outside the square there, I think. Mm, yes. Knowing how much he knows me and probably by extension you. Mm. Yeah, he's going for the um, low-hanging fruit, I think. Yeah, I, I, I've seen it. I have seen it. Yeah. I saw it at the cinema, even. I didn't. Didn't I see it? No, you, we went no. to see it, didn't we? No. No. No? No. You sure? I'm quite sure. Okay. Long film. It is. Yes. And therefore that suggests I've seen it at least once more. Mm. Because I probably would have watched it again with you. Yes. Long film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, good enough to be on the shelf. Well, seeing, seeing as I've seen it and not in cinema... <laughs> Probably, yes. Yes, it is on the shelf. And And with a film such as that, yeah, you have to have it on Blu-ray. So, look, you get the four points there, Lee. Congratulations. Uh, Multiplier-wise, though, 
Yeah. I don't no. think there is one. No, no. We decided we weren't going to go into uh, to, uh, 0.5 multipliers, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I still haven't worked out the repercussions of that. No. No. Um, and Lee is one of the per- persons screaming for a leaderboard. And, mm-hmm. and so we will get on to that, Lee. At, at some point. Yes. We do accept bribes. Um, um, they were also requesting something else. Oh, a, a current list of those that have been suggested as well. Right. That's a little easier. <laughs> just just look at the comments on the post. Well, see, that's... Yeah, I know. <sighs> I know. That, that's, that's how normal people would do it, but uh, apparently we need to do things a little more professionally here. Anyway, in, in better news for Lee, that four points is currently the best scoring suggestion. It is. Uh, I'm I'm a little appalled, really. But, you know, th- that's how it's running at the moment. So if you mm-hmm. want to uh, if you want to grab some points, uh, now's the time to suggest all the obvious ones. Mm. Um, apart from the Star Wars series and the Star Trek series mm-hmm. and the Home Alone series. Um <laughs> Stargate box sets. Stargate box sets. And, oh well, TV isn't isn't on the uh, the radar. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to grab my um, handy dandy app here mm-hmm. that I have scanned in all the movies that are on the shelf using uh, the camera of my phone to just zap the barcodes. It's really, really quick. And it then downloads all the info about that movie and adds it to the database. So it's very handy. It then means that I can create filters. And in this this case, the filter that we've got at the moment is uh, still under wraps that I'm bringing up where I have tagged all of the movies that are in that category the app is called my movies and it's available on android and on ios and on mac os whatever that's called it's just called mac os now macos yeah and on windows as well now i'm giving it a special plug at the moment because uh, i follow them on facebook and they ran a competition asking in what ways do you like to use this particular app and i happened to mention the podcast and um, out of a couple of dozen entries i actually won and so have got a free copy of the ios version of it which will probably end up your way Probably, yeah. A fully upgrade of the Windows version. Mm-hmm. And the next Android version I will get for free as well. Cool. And, and a Mac OS version that I mm. don't quite know uh, what to do with no. it because um, who uses Macs these days anyway? Apple probably has some statistics that yeah, they probably do. proudly give out it. At a keynote. Yes. So, um, so there. I think uh, my movies. Sorry, we're we're fighting the clawed animal at the moment. Go away, clawed animal. Go away. 
Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. So, I'm bringing up uh, the filter of Still Under Wraps. It is... And I did point out that, yes, we shake the phone to select the next movie for the next podcast. And therefore, I'm handing the phone over to Thomas, who's going to give the phone a shake. And hopefully, it's going to be something bright and cheery, except for the fact that this list is heavily loaded with stuff that Mm -hmm. I haven't brought myself to watch for various reasons. Okay. (laughs) So, So, I'm going to have some homework. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be a sequel. It does. Um, possibly even a sequel of a sequel. Possibly, yes. Because I know that there are a number of those around. It's the 2017 film Alien Covenant. Oh, crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Okay. I'm going to have to ask for Lee's assistance here. There, This is punishment for Lee... Um, getting such a an easy four points here homework wise mr sergeant there i'm even using his last name here which films does thomas need to watch prior to watching alien covenant i know that uh, he uh, considers uh, alien three ah speaking of aliens our cat's turned into one um, and speaking of cats, uh, Mr. Sergeant's cat's name is Jones. Well, um, <laughs> and uh, anyone who has watched Alien will know the significance of that. Um, what was I saying? Alien 3, I'm not a keen fan. I'm hoping that uh, Alien vs. Predator is an entirely requirement uh, a requirement for watching before watching uh, what Alien Covenant, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Lee may well suggest not even bothering with watching Alien Covenant and leaving it in a, in the wrap, but uh, yes. But it's on the list. But it's on the list. Ah, oh, boy. I could be in trouble here now. You're going to have to watch the Alien films uh, secretly in your bedroom. Wendy mustn't find out that you're watching the Alien films. <laughs> Are any of them on Blu-ray? That might be a problem. That is a problem. No, I don't think so. I do not think so. I, Help! I your Where's phone? my phone? <laughs> so that's next week's film. And uh, Lee, the clock is ticking now as to how... Thomas can best use his time to prepare himself for next week's movie, or we shift things up a bit and postpone that one. Yes, um, I don't know. We'll we'll work it out. If at the start of the next episode uh, you hear us uh, shaking the phone, shaking the phone and going, "Oh, this is what we're watching right now!" Surprise! That's how we roll. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Facebook if you wish to contribute uh, films that may be on the shelf. There's links to that and probably to my movies in the show notes. We could do that too, yes. And there'll be a link to 
Thomas's podcast. Yeah, I'll get to that eventually. Yes, yes, I believe there are certain fans out there waiting for the next instalment. Yeah. Pressure. (laughs) All right, then. And on that bombshell, I'm going to go wrangle the cat. Uh And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Ow! I have claws all through my left leg now. Oh. He, he gave me a leg cuddle with claws. <laughs> it's a wonder that the, the Zoom wasn't unplugged there. I know. I think he managed to pull on every single cable. So we've got a left mic, a right mic, my headphone cable, and the power cable to the digital recorder and he managed to i think pull on every single one of them but nothing came out so but he's still eyeing them and he's still eyeing my leg which to be fair doesn't really say much about the audio cables no no and now he's looking at these space millipedes from space hmm okay High quality stinger content. Yes. Under wraps. Is now recording. In front of a non-studio audience. Because they're about to leave. Because this show is rated naughty. Oh no. Yes. Get out of here. I'm 15. I don't care whether you're 15 or not. This is this is not suitable for your delicate eyes and ears. It's probably not suitable for me either. It's a psychological thriller. <laughs> <laughs>